All right, and today on Tea with Trailblazers, we are joined by Heather Black, CEO, founder, and uh, just extraordinary human of Supermums. Welcome to the call, Heather. Oh, thank you, Andrew. That's a lovely way. <laughs> we can we, we can just we can just we can just end here. It's uh, it's. <laughs> oh, it's very sweet. No, it's lovely to be here, and um, hope I can provide a source of inspiration, knowledge, and insight um, into my Salesforce career and and how we help people achieve their Salesforce careers too. Excellent. So um, Heather and I have worked very hard to organize this call. <laughs> this is our third or fourth attempt. Um, times Heather is in the United Kingdom and I am in Canada. Um, and so just time zones and just illness and just all sorts of different things. But we are here. We made it. And so I wanted to. Um, so actually, Heather, I think, reached out to me. I, was in, I announced that I was doing this project and we had a chat. And I'm really happy to um, just give her a, a platform to talk about her journey, but also to talk about Supermums, which is her company. And um, so, Heather, let's let's start off at the beginning. How where did how did Salesforce uh, get its way into your life? Yeah, sure. So um, I was running a nonprofit at the time called Striding Out, and I launched that as a social enterprise to help young people set up their own businesses, and in particular, social enterprises actually. And um, I was 26 at the time, so I was quite young. And I thought, okay, I'm, you know, I'm going to run networking events and deliver one-to-one -one coaching. And I was doing that at a time that um, there was quite a lot of momentum and uh, support for young entrepreneurship in the UK. So after a couple of years of running it, we really built up steam. And in the, the space of one year, I went from me to 40 staff and went from 100K to 1.4 million turnover delivering support to young people all over the UK. And I was like, wow, I need a system to manage this. And funnily enough, I'd sat with Salesforce because people had said, oh, you can get it free as a nonprofit. And I'd sat with the link for like two or three years and not paid mm. any attention to it because I'd never used a CRM before, ironically. <laughs> so, um, so I was like, oh, gosh, I better look at what this is and find out more. And I met with a Salesforce consultant and he sort of taught me through it. And um, I met another nonprofit and they showed me how they used it for a similar sort of tracking service, you know, understanding what they were doing with customers and what support they provided them with. And it blew my mind away. I was like, oh, OK, this is amazing. It's exactly what I needed. And I kind of throw myself into it. Being an entrepreneur, you kind of have to learn all bits of the business and do everything because it's kind of like you're bootstrapping a lot of the time. So I ended up doing the Salesforce admin course mm. and um, I love building the system. And the system helped me grow that organization, helped me monitor everything we were doing with young people from sort of prospecting them through to supporting them, tracking everything we're doing and reporting back to funders around the support that we had delivered and the outcomes, you know, how many people had set up businesses, how many people had landed jobs. And I went on to do my advanced, um, I did the advanced admin training and also consultancy skills training at the time. And it was, you know, it was brilliant. It sort of, you know, really transformed the organisation that I was running. Um, we hit a bit of a point because um, the political landscape changed in the UK and all the funding kind of dried up for what we were doing. So I was left 
sort of wondering, okay, what am I going to do now? Because I've got no money to run these services anymore. Young people won't pay for it themselves. And so that's when I had to pivot. Um, And that's when I considered like other career options and looked at Salesforce as a career beyond that, really. Um, So that's how I came across Salesforce and got my hands dirty. I was an accidental admin (laughs) alongside about eight other jobs. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah, it's fascinating. There's, um, I don't know if it'll be come out before or after years, but I interviewed another a uh, woman who she's a nurse who became a real estate investor who sort of accidentally built her own um, real estate software in Salesforce and now that's her job. It's just it's just it's amazing to me. I always just find it fascinating how people um, go from progress. You know, we don't. Um, I don't know about you. Like when I was growing up, we were always told. Um, you will have, I forget what the number was, you'll have nine different jobs in your life now. Like nobody does the, you know, cradle to grave in a company anymore. And so it's just fascinating to hear how that progressed and just how Salesforce uh, gets its claws into us and just, you know. Well, we can do five or six. I've done five or six different jobs in the Salesforce industry now as well. So (laughs) you don't, you can't get bored, can you? Let's face it. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, that's just it. There's so much... There's so much opportunity and we'll get to why that's both good and bad. But uh, what, um, so let's talk about Supermums. What is it and where did the idea for it come from? Yeah, so that point where I was looking to pivot, um, I had obviously started using Salesforce, but I didn't know anything about the job roles within it. So the consultant that I've met told me more. Um, I looked into different job roles that people were doing and I realized actually because my business coaching background and running a business a lot of my knowledge was transferable because it was about improving processes for organizations looking at their KPIs looking at their performance and asking a lot of questions and I love asking questions about business right (laughs) it's what I did as a job so um, I decided to pivot and become a Salesforce consultant and work freelance three days a week earning about 60k and I was wanting to move out of London so we moved down to the seaside and I had my first child so for the first couple of years I worked as a freelance Salesforce consultant earned well and I realized at that point that other mothers could do this and that there was an opportunity to raise awareness and because my background was what we call economic development helping people launch businesses start jobs you know that was my background it kind of was that really amazing sort of segue of supermums would Mm. enable me to my past life as well as my future life like i can still do salesforce stuff but i can help other people get into the ecosystem so it's part of my dna really helping people into work and um, i know what the secret ingredients are if you like to get somebody from a to z so I sat on the idea for a couple of years. It was actually, I launched Supermums when my first daughter was four years old and I'd just given birth to my second daughter. I thought that was a great time to launch another an idea, as you do. I think it must have been the hormones <laughs> at the time. Um, and so we launched Supermums at that point and we had like three women on the first programme because obviously it's the first time we'd run it. People didn't know what it was going to be like. Um, but now we've had over 800 go through the programme, which is oh. amazing. And that's sorry, and that's over what period of time? Six years or so? Uh, November sixteen, we launched the first course. Yes, okay. so we have all the cohorts. It's very um, intense and packaged sort of provision. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we you know we're really proud. It's amazing. You feel like a proud mum of your students, right? Because you see where they've all gone and what they're doing now. <laughs> oh, 
And so, I mean, it's like, um, so you've got those, you've got the cohorts, you've got a podcast, you've got a blog, you've got all the things. It's how big is your team? Uh, we've got over 20 in the team globally. Wow. So, oh, yeah, and a lot of them are alumni. A lot of them write to me and say, we love your course. We want to work for you. So <laughs> we're very lucky in that we've got a very passionate team um, across recruitment and training services. So it's probably about a 50-50 split. We have about 50% of the team in the recruitment services where we place candidates um, in all levels of roles, uh, from admin to architects in uh, across USA and UK. And then our training services, because we deliver the admin, um, marketing cloud and consultancy skills courses. And also we've just launched an ambitious women mastermind course, which is predominantly coaching. So they are globally uh, accessible courses and we run them in different time zones, depending, you know, so people can access them at different points. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we've got a lot going on and it's, you know, it's been lovely to build a team around me of people that want to work for me. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, it says something. That's, that's amazing. Um, I'm also seeing that you, <laughs> you are a certified NLP coach. Mm -hmm. I did you, that. You, you could be, you could be hypnotizing me right now. <laughs> I tried to do that with my daughter. Like, <coughs> Can I hypnotize you to get you into bed? <laughs> and it didn't work. Oh. So I failed miserably at that. That would be, that would be, I would buy that course. If you ever figure that out, I would hypnotize your children to sleep. Um, so one of the things I wanted to mention was you very kindly pointed me to a blog you wrote. Because one of the things that viewers of this program will know. Because obviously, viewer, you have viewed all of my videos. Um, is there's tremendous opportunity in the Salesforce world? Um, lots of jobs, very popular CRM, not enough admins to run it. Um, but then there are people who, either because we overpromote it or whatever, think I go and get my one admin cert and income the job offers on LinkedIn, and it's not always quite that easy. Um, so what are, how do you, how do you, well, I guess we'll talk in terms of super moms. Um, is there, do you, do they do a, um, I don't know what the word would be. Do they do an internship or how does that work? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So when I did, I designed our program, um, my background is has been helping people into work and jobs um, since I left university actually in 2000 I did um, my job was designing and evaluating employment support programs <laughs> so, uh, very well qualified to design a program and the problem is is you can just do a training course and get a badge but that doesn't give you enough to get your foot in the door quite often to get a, a, you know to get the job so when I design the Supermoms program, and it's something we advocate for anybody who's going to launch into the industry, um, is that you want to get work experience. But with the work experience, what we do at Supermoms is we put you on a work experience pro project alongside an experienced Salesforce professional. Okay. So they can manage your workload, they can oversee your workload, they can give you a great reference. Um, and so there's that element of it. The other recommendation we make and what we provide on our program is we give everybody a one-to-one -one mentor during their time of learning and again that person is there to say you know let's have a look at what you've done let's see if it's right if you haven't got it let's make you make sure you've got it and so they quality assure their competencies so having work experience that's quality assured having somebody oversee you've, you know if you built something in a dev org 
you know, in being there to support you, which is what we do on our, our courses. They build out a whole dev org of a theoretical sort of case study. So you've got somebody there supporting you all the way and, and sort of checking everything and reinforcing those skill sets. So having the one to one mentor, doing the work experience, um, they provide the references, which are really important. The other thing that we also like to skill people up in is is understanding what business analysis and agile project management is like the softer professional skill sets that really go hand in hand. So you know what you're asking. You know, you, you know how to build a flow, but actually there's a whole bit about analyzing what people need and want and business analysis is very much being championed by Salesforce actually now as a key sort of key ingredient to your skill set. So it's understanding some of those softer skills that people need. Um, and then it's kind of going further than that. So beyond the admin course, we say to people, okay, you've done that now, brilliant. It's very easy, I say easy, it's a little bit more work, but there's a, a very much of an overlap with the advanced admin and the app builder certification. So they're easy ones to get, and I call them like the hat trick, if you like, like get those additional certs from your CV, because if you're going to apply for a job as an admin, it's those hat trick of certifications that really qualify you to be an admin. And as I say, they're relatively the quick, next quick wins to get. <laughs> and then from there, you can sort of plan your route and get more of a niche. So um, service cloud or sales cloud or nonprofit cloud, you know, choose a product and really go to town on it. Because again, you learn the basics of those products in um, your admin cert, but going that one step deeper, all of these things is going to position you better for, um, you know, a job opportunity and put you head and shoulders above everybody else. So I push our admins to go further. You know, I'm saying, you know, people say, oh, I'm a guaranteed to get a job. I'm like, no, you're not guaranteed to get a job because it's competitive. You're going to have to, you know, invest in all this learning, but we will set you up with these additional things like the one-to-one mentor and the work experience. You'll learn some of these consultancy skills because the more that you have, one, you're more confident, you're more prepared, you can answer those questions at interview. Um, you know, that that's sort of a rounded position to relaunch, I think, successfully. Okay, excellent. Um, I also see here, uh, number two, um, adding the consultancy skills. Are those sort of the the part of the softer skills that you're talking about in terms of business analysis and, and things? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those, those consultancy skills are so important if you are going to position yourself as a solo admin or if you want to, you know, be a freelance contractor, because that's what I did. Mm. <laughs> the reason, you know, I started off going, I've got my admin cert. And to be fair... Salesforce used to do a week long consultancy skills course. So I'm glad I did that. They don't run that same course now, mm. unfortunately, but it was brilliant. Um, but it's when I started doing projects as a freelance Salesforce consultant, I was like, mm, I don't really know how to document things properly. And that led me on to doing like, a, it was a four week business analysis course that I did. Um, so it was very thorough, but I was like, okay, now I know what I'm doing there. And then I went into a project and I was with a management team and there was this person that was just real stickler and just bringing the whole project down was very negative about it all. And I was like, oh, my God, you know, I'm not used to knowing how to deal with people that aren't excited. Like, why, why wouldn't you be excited about Salesforce? And so that sort of led me to the change management piece. I was like, OK, 
didn't really know about change management as a discipline and I did a week-long course around change management and that was blew me away like that's my favorite topic to be honest is really understanding I talk about the three E's so I talk about how to engage and fuse and educate people on a Salesforce journey because that is paramount actually you know to kind of bring everybody on that journey with you and then I had another challenge on a project where they were like you know, their wish list was a hundred things. And I'm like, so how do I say no to people? Like, how do I bring that into a manageable list and be able to, to negotiate that? And so that led me to agile project management. And I was like, oh, okay. So I need to understand agile project management. So I stumbled across these disciplines because each of the projects had led me to a point of like, uh-oh, <laughs> I don't really know what I'm doing. I need to learn it. So I collated all that knowledge and um having run a consultancy now i ran a, a, a sort of launched a salesforce consultancy um which we grew to a team of 20 people and i've overseen 700 projects during that time and you know typically salesforce projects will always go wrong because these disciplines haven't been followed and so i have condensed all my knowledge my training and learning and we run the supermums consultancy skills course now and i love teaching people like all the mistakes that have been made <laughs> you know these are the ways you know make sure you've got all your ducks in the row these are your checklists your checks and balances to do during the project um and that's one of my favorite things to do every week now is teach up and coming salesforce consultants nice so you are still you have a lar a fairly large team and you are you what is your involvement in the in the cohorts? Are you actively involved in teaching material or? Mm, good question. So we have the admin course marketing cloud. So those two are pretty much um, that we have instructors that lead those because they are Salesforce authorized training pro provision courses. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, some of my team run those and I run the consultancy skills course. Uh, which I do every Tuesday, which is my favorite hour of the week. Don't tell my team that, but no, I really enjoy teaching. And then we have our Ambitious Women Mastermind coaching. So I do some coaching as well, which is all about how to land the jobs um, and, uh, you know, how to sort of get out there because I, I love encouraging women to progress, one, to get their first job, but also to keep going and sort of, you know, supporting them on that journey. So, yeah, so I do love sort of having that interaction with the, the alumni as much as possible. Awesome. So uh, I should tell for those watching, I'll put a link to this blog post in the description down down there, maybe down there. Um, so number three, as you say, to niche your product knowledge. Yes. So my niche, um, I think it could be industry related or product related. So my background was working in a nonprofit and um, I had done a lot of work working with nonprofits um because i was helping social enterprises um in my business coaching role so when i became a salesforce freelance consultant i focused on helping nonprofits, and hence why that enabled me to grow a consultancy around me where we supported 350 nonprofits on about 700 projects and so i created a niche and i hired people for my company that had a nonprofit background the reason for that is they could talk the industry talk, they could talk the jargon and people would come to our consultancy and buy from us because we spoke the right message and we understood what fundraising was and what volunteering was. 
And that's very similar for other Salesforce consultancies as well. Salesforce consultancies want to hire people with industry knowledge and expertise. So they are, Salesforce is aligning them with what we call the industry verticals, which you'll find on the Salesforce website, but you know, that's media or automation or health or nonprofit. And so I always say to our supermum trainees when they are looking for that first job, I say, go for an end customer or a Salesforce consultancy that aligns with your industry knowledge and background. Now that might be automotive, tourism or whatever it is, or retail, for example, or it might be that you've been part of a sales team or service team, because obviously they can transcend any, you know, industry, but focus on your niche and find if you can talk the language of that product or industry, it's going to make your first job a lot easier <laughs> because you're only learning one thing. You're not trying to learn a new industry and learning Salesforce at the same time. You're just learning Salesforce, but you can talk the industry speak. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Very important. Um, it's It can be hard enough sometimes to translate user requirements into something we can make actionable in Salesforce. Never mind if we get lost in translation between terms that we don't understand that are specific to an industry. So that's helpful. And number four is ask for references. Yeah, exactly. So the ask for references um, for us, we say with our Sigmums uh, trainees, they get three references when they go through our program. So that would be the training instructor who can give them a reference because they can oversee their um, their training and that they've completed everything and say, you know, they've been a diligent student, etc. Um, the second is having that one-to-one -one mentor that oversees the quality of your work and building out a dev org and, you know, has trained you. The third reference is where you've got that work experience and somebody again has overseen your work. So you want to be getting those references, um, you know, quality references, getting them to put that on your LinkedIn profile. Once it's on your LinkedIn profile, you can copy and paste and put on your CV. And that's going to really benefit you for going for that first job interview because it's somebody who can vet your quality of your work. Excellent. And then finally, um, this might be something I wonder if people find this um, a bit um, intimidating is work with a recruiter. Mm. It shouldn't be intimidating, right? It's the opposite because people can really be shy about selling themselves. Whereas if you've got a recruiter working for you, they're selling your, they're selling you for, they're selling you for you. <laughs> so they're kind of doing the hard work um, because. With supermums, we sometimes have people that have not worked for eight or nine years or 13 years in some cases. So obviously going to an interview is really nerve wracking, never mind sort of putting themselves forward. So if you work with a great recruiter, a recruiter should be doing a lot of pre-work with you. They should be going through your CV, helping make sure you've got all the transferable skills on there, that you formatted it correctly. They should then be talking about, okay, well, let's talk about how we sell you into this company. Um, they should be pitching you in there and then they'll also be prepping you for the interview and making sure that everything, you know, you kind of know all that as much as possible before the interview and prep for it. The alternative to that is that you're applying to a company that you know nothing about. You don't really know what the role is about. You're sending a blanket CV. Half the time when I've had uh CVs come through there's no personalized covering letter and there's nothing worse than a covering letter that really has no 
passion or you know tailor you know not tailored or personalized to your company or why they want to work for you it's just blanket and that just turns people off so you know you hear you hear criticism rightly or wrongly well i've sent my cv off to 40 companies and i've never heard back you know obviously i don't know the quality of what those you know covering letter or cvs have been like but i would hope that if you've sent a very tailored cv and covering letter and you've addressed it personally to a senior representative preferably a delivery manager or somebody not just hr that you've sent it to somebody in the salesforce team they'd bite your hand off quite frankly because i know that people that approach me directly not via a recruiter but sent me a very personalized message sent it to me directly i'd be on the phone straight away because i'm thinking i don't need to pay a recruitment fee <laughs> <laughs> really interested in working for me um so you know if you're not going to work with a recruiter that's what you need to do to kind of land a job separately whereas if you're just applying for jobs and it's blanket and it's in person or whatever you're one of many so where i had a job that was out the other week we had a thousand hits on the web page i had 40 cvs um but so many of those were just blanket cvs and covering letters and um, yeah, you know, it was interesting, like to see the the process that you know you're subjected to as a as a hirer um, again. But yeah, so I think work with a recruiter where possible. If you're not going to work with a recruiter, that's what you would need to do to really be successful. Right. Awesome. Well, that's I mean that's excellent advice. Great, um, great advice. And I'm looking behind you, and I see Goldie. And you are a golden hoodie uh, recipient. When did you when did you get your golden hoodie? Oh, three years ago. I think oh, it was before it was the, the World Tour London just before lockdown. Okay. Um, so that was a really lovely surprise, uh, you know, to get that acknowledgement from Salesforce. And we'd been doing super mums for three years, I think, at that point. So they'd obviously been monitoring and seeing what we were doing and sort of building it up. So, yeah, it was a real honor and privilege to get that. And, um, you know, I'm just a mum with an idea, trying to grow a business and make it successful. And, you know, it really helped sort of shine a light on what we were doing and attracted sponsors to come and support our mission and, and what we do. Because I think sometimes people think, oh, there's a massive outfit behind there and there's loads of funding. It's like, no, I'm just trying to run a small business. <laughs> you know keep 20 people in jobs every month um you know we are a small outfit but at the same time we're all very passionate about what we do and yes we do charge training fees and recharge recruitment fees but we're doing it um with a view that it it makes us sustainable um you know it, it funds a service that we provide we do offer discounted rates to normal commercial providers um so it was really you know a great opportunity salesforce certainly supported in terms of raising our awareness and, and profile so yeah it was it's nice to somebody to give you a pat on the back as well because when you run your own business nobody does that right mm. you've got no manager telling you you've done a good job right <laughs> so it's nice to get a bit of um you know sort of that pat on the back as well well i just love the thing i love uh, about your story is how you you've there's a thread that runs seems to run through your entire working career or most of it is this uh, this piece of helping people find jobs empowering people and you've followed your own advice you found your niche or niche 
um, of, of um, helping uh, moms get back into the workforce. And because I know that's, um, I know for a lot of people, that's something they really worry about is they, you know, in our case, my wife, she was only supposed to stay home for five years. <laughs> and that ended up being almost, uh, almost nine years. And, uh, and a lot of, I know a lot of, at least, you know, moms that I know, they worry about going back because they worry about their training being out of, training being out of date, their education. And so this is, this is just, I think this is a fabulous, um, what a fabulous thing you've built and yeah, you should be proud of your, you should be really proud of yourself. It's amazing. Um, where can people find you? Where can people find super moms if they want to find out more about what you do and maybe take advantage of, of your service? Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Um, so our website is, www.supermums.org so you can find out more about our different training and recruitment services on there if we can help you and I'm most active on LinkedIn as well uh, so if you want to follow me and connect with me I'd love to to find out more about you and how we can help you so you can find me on Heather Black at um, on LinkedIn as well. Fantastic and we'll put links to these things in the description also for the American for the Canadian and American viewers it's super moms with a U in the mom. Good point. I just checked. If you go to supermoms with an O.com, it's a restaurant. So, <laughs> so don't but be. We are confused. definitely active in the USA and Canada as yes. well. Like 50% 50, 50 of our audience and our trainees come from the USA and, and Fantastic. Canada. Um, and so there's always an internal competition each week as to which part, which side of the pond is going to can do the best marketing wise uh, but we have a team over um, in those time zones as well as here so absolutely open to everybody to engage with them and work with us well heather i'm so glad i'm so grateful that you reached out uh to be on the program really this has been a lot of fun love learning more about you and your journey and your insights you're just doing i'm just i don't know i'm very impressed like it's just so cool to watch people transition and build on what they already know and just changing the world. So thanks so much for coming and I hope you have a good rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you for having me.